Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. While the Eagles head to the bye week five and four, they got a big matchup with the Patriots coming up in just under two weeks. But at five and four, there's some things to work on, some things to be happy about. Yesterday was a 22-14 win over the Bears. Not pretty, but as Merrill and Mike said, a win is a win. And the voice of the Eagles, Merrill Reese, is here with me right now. Merrill, good morning. What did you like about yesterday? What did you not like about yesterday? I like the fact that the Eagles got off to a strong start once again. In three of their wins... They took the lead first. That's very, very important. Three of their five wins, they didn't have to come from behind. I didn't like the fact that they had to settle for field goals after long drives early in the game. They should have been able to put seven spots on the board. So that certainly was not a plus. In the first half, the defense was absolutely suffocating. Of course, it was a combination of the defense being great and the Bears being awful. So why, why do you think, Merrill, then, that all, all of a sudden that, that suffocating defense went away a little bit and the Eagles' offense really continued to sputter until that last fourth-quarter drive? Why were the Bears able to get back in that game? It's almost uh, something that happens consistently in the NFL. At some point, your opponent's going to do something big and make a run. And there was Mitch Trubisky, who couldn't do anything or find a receiver in the first half. And didn't, they didn't have a first down until the very end of the first half. And the time of possession was so totally lopsided. But then he hooked up on a 53-yard bomb to Taylor Gabriel, and that gave them a tremendous lift. And for a while, the Eagles were on their heels. Well, Merrill, because yesterday's win uh, wasn't necessarily the prettiest victory of all, that does, how does that make you feel going into the bye week? You know, how, how are you feeling about this team overall? I feel good. I, I honestly do feel good because here was a team that was about to, to go south a couple of weeks ago after those terrible losses in Minnesota and in Dallas. And at that point, they were 3-4, and four, and as the Eagles head to the bye, they are 5-4, and four and in very good position to make a run in the second half of the season. Now, they have a couple of tough games when they come out of the bye, but after that, the schedule definitely favors them. Another thing about yesterday is that they are doing things when they have to do it. Carson Wentz has been so efficient and so clutch. When they needed to hold on to the ball late in the game, they put together an eight-minute-plus drive, and that locked it up. So they are clutch. They are coming together, but certainly there are concerns. You have to be concerned about the lack of production from the wide receivers. And honestly, Merrill, that fourth quarter drive that spanned just a little over eight minutes was probably the drive of the game, even though it didn't result in a touchdown. Second week in a row, Carson in the offense was able to put together a drive like that late in the fourth quarter to kind of put the game out of reach for the for the opponent. His, he's not lighting up the stat sheet, Merrill, but what does it say about Carson that he's able to do that? It's not all about the stats. It's, it's how you perform under pressure, when you make the clutch throws. He's not getting a lot of help. He really isn't. There are far too many drop passes in the course of the game. And a lot of the production is coming from the running game, so that's not going to reflect directly on the quarterback. 
but he is leading this team. You see the way he's throwing the football. You see the way he stands tall on the pocket, runs when he has to run. He's playing excellent football. Jordan Howard, Zach Ertz, Dallas Goddard, Miles Sanders, nice games yesterday. Uh, nice to great games yesterday. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey and the wide receivers, though, they're a, they're a mess right now, Merrill. How concerned are you about that position? I am concerned. I am concerned. There have been too many drops so far. There's not a lot of separation, but they are using the running game and being very productive in that area, but they've got to pick up the play with the wide receivers in order to go the distance, in order to go where they want to be into the playoffs and and hopefully beyond. But that aspect of their game is a problem right now, and whether you scheme out of it or find some way to fix it, either on an individual basis or what the team does, it's definitely necessary and it does require attention. And a major aspect of the wide receiver position right now, Merrill, is to Sean Jackson. You noted yesterday, uh, very early in the broadcast, that, that he wasn't on the field after that first drive. You picked up on it right away. And Doug said afterwards that he was kept out for precautionary reasons. What what should we make of that? I I think that Doug, when he says precautionary reasons, that means he is concerned about something that he would be at risk being in there at that point. And I don't know the extents of of his uh, his re-injury. I don't want to use the term that he that he hurt the abdominal muscles again to the point where he's going to be out for an extended length of time because we don't know that right now. We will hear Doug later today and hear from what the medical people tell him. But it's a concern because you waited all of this time. He played a couple of plays in the Atlanta game, then came out of that game. That was only the second game of the season. So you went through all of these weeks, and finally he came back and only lasted a couple of plays. So that's definitely a concern. But to go any deeper into it than that uh, would be irresponsible until we hear their official prognosis. Yeah, totally agree. Certainly more to learn in that aspect. Uh, let's talk about something positive. Fletcher Cox is back. I think he's back. You, you've said many times before he's back. What are you seeing from number number 91? Yeah, he's crushing the pocket right now. Uh, you know, we, we saw Fletcher Cox set up so many things and get to Trubisky, and we saw Brandon Graham, who's playing great football. Here's something interesting. We spend so much time listening to people build Khalil Mack into the rebirth of Lawrence Taylor. And he was hardly, hardly evident yesterday. I think there was one ball he batted down, and one time he, he came in on the quarterback. But other than that, he was hardly in my, in my vision. You rarely saw 52. He was just another guy on the field. Yeah, credit to Doug Peterson, Mike Grow, and the offensive line for really keeping him in check. And I got one more for you, Merrill. Last night, Patriots no longer undefeated. They went into Baltimore and lost to the Ravens 37-20. to uh, They are also going on a bye, and they're not going to be too thrilled coming to the link in just under two weeks. Uh, did you like that they lost last night? Do you kind of hope that they won so that they're not as angry as they are in less than two weeks? What did, what did you make of last night's developments? You know, I, I can't help but root for Baltimore because John Harbaugh has been a good friend of mine for a long time, and I love what he's done with the Ravens. But last night, I have to tell you that I was pulling for the Patriots early in the game because <laughs> you hate to see them come in here off of a loss. But that's the National Football League. You take them the way they arrive, and maybe, maybe when you watch a game like that, Doug Peterson and his staff are able to use that 
as a as a game plan for how you beat the Patriots. Maybe they were exposed in certain aspects of the game, and the Eagles will be able to take advantage. How's that for trying to paint a rosy picture after a Patriots loss? I give you a lot of credit for that, Merrill. It's certainly a, a, a much-anticipated game to look forward to in just under two weeks. Well, thank you for the time, as always. As you mentioned, Doug Peterson talks later today. Hopefully, we learn more about Deshaun Jackson, and I'll get your thoughts and everything that Doug has to say tomorrow morning. Thanks, Merrill. Thanks, Dave. Voice of the Eagles, Merrill Reese. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.